What's up, everyone? I'm Rosa. And I'm Nicole. Welcome Welcome to Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. Whether you are at home, in the car, outdoors, or at work, we are so happy to have you here. This table is a no-judgment zone filled with love and truth because they are the same thing. We are followers of Jesus, wives, mothers, and your newest friend duo. You will find encouragement and real talk here. So pull up a seat and let's hang. All right, friends, this episode is going to be much different than the ones we've been recording. So typically, Nicole and I like to be together when we're recording an episode, but this week it just didn't work out. We had a few unexpected things that required our attention this week um, that caused us not to be able to record together. So we decided that we were going to record in the midst of a conversation, really. I brought up the topic about toxic relationships and talked a little bit about that and then she replied back to me with her recording as she was jogging she was in the middle of the woods actually when she heard the holy spirit speaking to her so you (laughs) you may hear her talking about going up a hill or possibly seeing a lizard who knows but regardless of where we are at or how we are recording or how our audio sounds I hope that you are encouraged by this message and that you are able to walk away from it with a little bit of clarity if you, you know, are in this season of just dealing with a really difficult person. Hi, Nicole. Let's talk toxic relationships or a relationship person that may cause you to stumble in your Christian walk with God. So I feel like this is a really good topic, but a topic that not a lot of people talk about because either A, they don't want to bring awareness into their situation for many reasons, Or B, they don't even realize that it's toxic until it's almost too late. Or three, they somewhat can become toxic themselves. And so they feel like, you know, they balance each other out well with the other toxic person. So I do want to bring awareness into this situation Because I feel like, you know, all of us can thank a time or two about somebody that brought toxicity into our life, whether it was welcomed or unwelcome. I mean, obviously, you don't want to welcome toxicity into your life. But, you know, when we welcome a person into our life, sometimes they don't appear to be toxic until we are way into the relationship. The word toxic and Google means poisonous and very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. A lot of us know what the word toxic means, and for this, it could very much be a relationship. 
So my question to you, Nicole, is how do you, actually, I've got a couple of questions. The first one is how do you love a toxic person the way that God loves them? Do you love them up close or do you love them from afar? Does God say that we have to stay in a relationship with this person? Or does he say, hmm, it's time to, you know, back away? And two, how do you prevent yourself from becoming toxic if you are constantly surrounded by toxicity? I really think that it just boils down to how strong is somebody in their walk with God? How strong is somebody's faith? Because for me personally, if a person brings toxicity into my life, sometimes it could be really, really hard not to become toxic myself because I am then filled with so much anger and frustration and pain that I start to allow my emotions, my feelings, that's such a big topic in in our episode or podcast, but I then allow that to dictate my behavior. I allow it to control me so much that I end up acting out or saying something that I am later ashamed of. So I've had to learn the hard way to love people afar. Like it does not mean God is not saying to surround yourself with toxic people. He is not saying that because I am love, because I love you and I love that person equally. It doesn't mean that you have to continuously surround yourself in that. It does not mean that you have to allow this toxic behavior. One, we are not God. And two, it is not our place to change somebody. So I've had to learn that the hard way and I have had to learn how to let go of the toxic person, love them from afar, and focus more on myself and my relationship with God. Because without my relationship with God, I would not be able to tolerate this toxic person. Some people may say, well, why are you dealing with it? Why are you staying around the person if they bring so much unwanted feelings and situations into your life, right? Like, why why are you allowing this behavior? Well, sometimes it's not that easy to let go of a toxic person or relationship. Sometimes it may be your husband or wife. Sometimes it may be your child. Sometimes it may be a best friend, a family member, a coworker that you are somewhat forced to be in close proximity with them. So it is important to ground yourself in your relationship with God so you can have more of him in you. And that ultimately gives you the strength and wisdom to deal with this other person. But how 
would you apply God's word into toxic relationships? I know I asked you a few questions at the beginning, too, because I really want to make sure that we try our best to point everything back to God, to our creator, to the one who gives us the strength to face these trials that come at us. And the the truth is, is that being surrounded by toxicity sucks. It hurts. It is heavy. It takes everything out of you. And one of the hardest things, I think, is to let go of somebody that you love. And it may not always be because of toxicity. I mean, there's going to be times where we have to let go of somebody we love or or somebody that we love lets go of us for many other reasons. But right now, we're talking about toxicity. And it's just, it's so hard. It's hard because there are times where we're going to hold on to that little bit of hope we have, you know, only for it to be shattered over and over and over. This topic is not an easy one. And I think I could talk about it for a really long time. But I also think when you're being recorded, especially, um, you have to be careful, you know, in the verbiage. Because it's easy to misinterpret what somebody means. um, If they're not clear on a point or, you know, whatever it may be. So, here I go. This is as good as I got. Uh, from my own experiences and um, my walk with Jesus and the pursuit of knowing him has changed me and has revealed things to me that are definitely not of the flesh. And it is a gift to not have that... um, mindset of the flesh it's just a gift to just see things how God sees them and I think it starts with this God loves everybody so when you're dealing with toxic people you need to first remember that that God loves them and he loves them as much as he loves you and if we want to be like Jesus we need to love the people that hurt us You know, just like we love the people that don't hurt us. Now, that being said, um, we don't have to love people up close. And not by by putting in boundaries does not mean we don't love them. But um, in my experiences, and I still struggle with this, because I have what it calls, what I call amnesia when it comes to um, the way people treat me and it's a gift because I literally um, could be hurt by someone that says something really cruel or in my case the way I feel like people are with me is that they're passive aggressive so they don't know how to read me sometimes so they're not like flat out rude to me instead they're passive aggressive they say things or don't say things or do things intentionally to be hurtful but then also to be manipulative where if I were to point it out they could just be like oh that's not true so that's where a lot of 
the, my toxic experiences um, live in relationships, uh, past and present, like that. And um, again, going back to the point that some of these people, they don't know Jesus at all. Um, you know, by saying they know Jesus is not the evidence that they know Jesus, right? And I know that. And we need to give people grace because I try to look at all the broken things in my own personality and all the things that, you know, someone could look at me and say, well, you know, that could be hurtful. So, but also at the same time, it's understanding that people are manipulative. People that don't know Jesus, that aren't, aren't walking with Jesus, meaning they aren't um, actively pursuing Jesus, meaning they're not um, repenting, meaning they're not being changed. They are living um, the way they are with not seeing any fault. And instead, um, it, well, in those cases, it's kind of like setting really firm boundaries. And I'm not always great at that. And um, I need to get better at it. <laughs> because I just want to think that everybody has pure intentions. And um, I can make excuses for people all I want. But it comes down to the fact that, you know, people can be mean. And it's not even... This, this topic is toxic, right? So they're not good for us. Like the word toxic, right? Something that's toxic is not good for us. So how I validate if something is good for me is, is this relationship bringing me closer to Jesus or is it not? If it's not bringing me closer to Jesus, then I label it as toxic because anything that's not drawing me closer to God is bad for me. So, whoa, Holy Spirit. That was really clear. <laughs> I don't know if it came off as clear, but that was really clear for me. Um, yeah, so anything that's not bringing me closer to Jesus is toxic. <sighs> and then at that point, I need to um, decide on what level of poison <laughs> for me. You know, how much of it can I handle? Um, once I acknowledge that it's not good for me, then I need to put in the boundaries in place. And sometimes those boundaries are difficult because they're people that we love. But... Uh, it's so hard for me to speak at this level at this point, right? Because I got it all. I feel like God has shown me a lot up to that point. Um, I'm still getting used to pointing in boundaries. Like, I'm great at putting in the boundaries if it's so cut and dry. But, again, I have amnesia. And sometimes I'm easily fooled um, by what I think is kindness. But in reality, is that passive-aggressive um, hurtfulness that can sometimes look like it's kind to just know information or just to check a box without that authenticity. You know, I'm such an authentic person. I mean, if you know me past, I mean, like, like what I post on social media is truly how I am and who I am. And I think that's hard for people to believe sometimes. And I, I remember there's been a, a couple of people that have gotten to know me through Bible studies or through just discipleship. And they were like, wow, you really aren't faking it. You really are the same person that, you know, you say you are. You really are that same mom that, you know, uh, you know, you portray. And like, I'm like, yeah, isn't, anyways, isn't everybody? Like, I don't have the energy or the time to fake it. That being said, there are a lot of fakers, huh? <laughs> there really are. I mean, like, oh my gosh, I could go off on a tangent right now. But um, I'm not going to. 
See, these topics are hard, Rosa. But I think at the end of the day, we need to come back to scripture. And there's, Jesus says not to throw pearls to swine. Don't throw pearls to pigs. Move on. Meaning, don't try so hard over and over and over for people to understand you. Move on to the next house. Move on. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Doesn't mean you don't forgive them. Because this is a totally separate, separate topic. Forgiveness, if this was about forgiveness, I have practiced over and over in my life. I could really speak to this as I forgive, like, right away. And, and it's because it, forgiveness is spiritual. And this is why we forgive. Paul writes about this. And he says, you're forgiving because if you don't allow forgiveness to come, it gives way for the enemy to come in in your weakness when you're already vulnerable with your feelings to come in and make you do or say things that aren't a reflection of the Holy Spirit. So forgiveness is, that's a non-negotiable. But at the same time, forgiving someone doesn't mean you need to have a relationship with them. And I think people have a hard time with that. Yeah, man, this is a hill. Um, so again, just pointing it back to scripture and putting down the boundaries. But first is recognizing if the relationship is actually toxic. And the marker for that would be, is, is this relationship bringing you closer to Jesus? That's really hard because I think a lot of people, when they ask that question, <laughs> a lot of people they love probably aren't bringing them closer to Jesus. Doesn't mean we stop loving them, but we have to know what's good for our soul. And yeah, people being nice to us could feel good for us. But at the end of the day, if it's not drawing us to Jesus, it doesn't matter um, the feeling. And uh, that's not easy. And there are a lot of relationships that I've had. There are relationships that I do have now where um, I feel like there is um, some sort of like elephant in the room. Ooh, little lizard. Um, that I think has to do a lot with my personality. And I think it stems from Jesus, like the joy, like regardless of my circumstances, regardless of suffering that I've been through or I'm going through, it doesn't change my posture. And honestly, I think that bothers people. So I definitely feel um, hurt sometimes by people that misinterpret my joy, my energy for life, my, just the way that I am, um, for anything for what it's not, you know? Because, man, do I love God. And, man, do I love people. <laughs> and it's real. So, toxic relationships aren't easy. But let's remember, I'm going to end with this because I'm already at 11 minutes and probably some of you signed off. Let's remember who welcomed Jesus and who 
um, persecuted Jesus first. Uh, his own hometown denies that Jesus is God. So the very people that he grew up with, his family members, family members, um, siblings, friends, teachers, they were the one that, was, uh, that were accusing him of blasphemy and just denying him. And it was strangers um, that welcomed him first. It was his disciples. <laughs> and uh, I think that's important that it doesn't matter how long you've known the person or what the world says the relationship means. The Bible talks about, Jesus says, that households will turn against one another. You know? So, for the sake of Jesus, like, there will be people in the same family that will be divided. Um, you know, the sheep and the goats. And it's only the sheep that know Jesus. Although the goats look really similar to those sheep. And um, Jesus warns us that it's going to be hard, that it's going to cost us relationships. But that's why when we're born again, John 3, 3, we have a new family, family in Christ. So that's why it's like a bonus when you're married to someone who also is a believer and is in that family of Christ. And when you raise children that follow Jesus or when you have parents that follow Jesus, because not only are you an earthly family, you are also um, an eternal family. And that's it, Rosa. I'm going to end this here. I'm going to send it over to you. And um, I'm going to continue this run. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Wow. Yeah. Jesus was rejected in his own hometown, Nazareth. It was when he revealed that he was the Messiah. He was rejected by people that have known him his whole life. And unfortunately, sometimes it ends up being the people that are either the closest to us or have known us the longest that end up hurting us the most. There's no easy way, really, to deal with toxic people. And even the words that you and I say in this episode is not going to take the hurt away and, you know, the anger and the frustration that we may feel towards certain toxic people. Some days you will feel unbreakable and you will be able to shake off the negativity and other days you won't feel as strong. That's normal. No matter how secured we feel in our relationship with God, we are still going to experience trouble. As a matter of fact, having faith in God doesn't take our pain away. But it sure does help, you know, it helps us through it. It helps us through the hard times. I don't know where I would be today without my faith. I don't know how I would endure the hardships 
that I face sometimes. He gives me this supernatural peace and strength that even though when it's hard, I can still get through it in confidence knowing who has me. And here's what I know to be true. There comes a point after you realize someone is way too toxic for you that you will have to decide how much you are willing to tolerate and why. Then you'll have to learn how to let that person go. And if you can't physically depart from them due to certain circumstances, because I know every situation is different, then let go mentally and emotionally. Get yourself in a place of healing and seek God above all. Because the truth of the matter is, we can't play God. We can't change people no matter how bad we may want to or how long we stick around for. People act toxic for many different reasons. And until they realize they have to work on themselves too and possibly heal, they won't change. They have to want to do good for themselves before they can be good for anyone else. So start to see yourself as worthy because let me tell you, you are worth so much. And no matter what your story says, God loves you and he considers you his child. Pour into your relationship with God. Stay in your lane. Do not repay evil for evil. Set up necessary boundaries. Understand that you are not wrong for setting up those boundaries because you matter too. Act in love because as a Christ follower, we are still called to love our enemies. And you can find that in Matthew 5, 43 through 44. I mean, when you... Think about what it's like to show love to someone who hurt you. When you really let that thought sink in, start to think about the crucifixion. Jesus showed love as he was hanging on a cross by asking our Father in heaven to forgive those who were persecuting him. That brings tears to my eyes because if that's not an act of love, I don't know what is. And sometimes I think to myself, like, if he can do that in the most crucial time of pain, if he can think about other people while he is being crucified, then who are we? to claim that that we can't show love because somebody said something or did something or looked at us the wrong way. So yes, it's hard. It's so hard to show difficult people that Jesus and the Jesus in us sometimes. But when I think about how hard it may be to show a toxic person the Jesus in us. You know, I I think about how 
it's better. It's better for me and really for the other person to know that I acted with good character versus reacting in a negative way and then dealing with the guilt and shame afterwards. The more you become intentional in your faith journey, the more you read your Bible and pray to God, the easier it will become to dismiss certain behavior and the easier it will be for you to walk away from the temptation of your old ways coming back out. And the more you will eventually hear him, if there's a battle worth fighting for, he will let you know and he will help you fight that battle. But you have to be willing to completely surrender to him Put God first and allow him to be the one to judge those who do you wrong. Because when it's said and done and it is the end of time and it is just you and God standing in front of each other, nothing that anyone else does to you, says about you or thinks about you will compare to what God says about you. So in moments of weakness, when someone's close to getting a rise out of you, when you feel your spirit being crushed by someone else, remember Romans 12, 17 through 21. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. All right, sweet listeners, that is it. That wraps up our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are so glad to have you at our table. If you want to get to know us more or hang out with us during the week, you can now find both of us on TikTok, which is Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. We now have our own podcast Instagram page, which is Mama Needs Jesus Podcast, periods in between each word. I also run my own Instagram page called Seek Joy Sister, and Nicole runs her own, which is Holy Mamahood. So if you want a little bit more, of each of us you can find us on those pages if not we will hang out with you guys next sunday bye